Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hi, this is Philip. Thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking the moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. prayer for God's rule and reign. Almighty and everlasting God, whose will it is to restore all things in your well-beloved Son, the King of kings and Lord of lords, mercifully grant that the peoples of the earth, divided and enslaved by sin, may be freed and brought together under his most gracious rule, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Today we'll be reading from John 19. I'm going to be reading down to about verse 16. Then Pilate had Jesus taken and whipped. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and dressed him in a purple robe. Over and over they went up to him and said, Greetings, King of the Jews. And they slapped him in the face. Pilate came out of the palace again and said to the Jewish leaders, Look, I'm bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no grounds for a charge against him. When Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to them, Here's the man. When the chief priests and their deputies saw him, they shouted out, Crucify! Crucify! Pilate told them, You take him and crucify him. I don't find any grounds for a charge against him. The Jewish leaders replied, We have a law, and according to this law, he ought to die, because he made himself out to be God's son. When Pilate heard this word, he was even more afraid. He went back into the residence and spoke to Jesus. Where are you from? But Jesus didn't answer. So Pilate said, You won't speak to me? Do you know that I have authority to release you and also to crucify you? 
Jesus replied, You would have no authority over me if it had not been given to you from above. That's why the one who handed me over to you has the greater sin. From that moment on, Pilate wanted to release Jesus. However, the Jewish leaders cried out, saying, If you release this man, you aren't a friend of the emperor. Anyone who makes himself out to be a king opposes the emperor. When Pilate heard these words, he led Jesus out and seated him on the judge's bench at the place called Stone Pavement, in Aramaic, Gabbatha. It was about noon on the preparation day for the Passover. Pilate said to the Jewish leaders, Here's your king. The Jewish leaders cried out, Take him away, take him away, crucify him. Pilate responded, What? Do you want me to crucify your king? We have no king except the emperor, the chief priests answered. Then Pilate handed Jesus over to be crucified. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on the scripture, I'm reminded of how often I have perceived Pilate differently. In the past, I've wondered why so many in the church seem to paint him as a bad guy. I mean, weren't his hands kind of tied? And wasn't he trying to do the right thing? You can even see in verse 12, it reads, From that moment on, Pilate wanted to release Jesus. Isn't that the mark of a good guy? The desire to do the right thing? I guess sometimes we hope so. But we see two other things in this passage. First, that Pilate has the authority to do what he wants. In verse 10, he makes it clear that he has total authority over the fate of Jesus. Now, this is an earthly, temporal authority. It's wholly granted from above, as Jesus says, but the point stands. In this situation, Pilate has the final word. Ultimately, no decision will be made outside of his will. That's when we see the second thing at the end of our section of verses. Pilate hands Jesus over to be crucified. So here's the point. Pilate wants to free Jesus. He has the power to free Jesus. And yet he chooses to deliver Jesus over to a torturous death. This is why he's an example of not what to do. Um, and the lesson is hopefully very clear. In our lives, we all have power. Some of us have more than others. Some of us have power in different areas. But regardless, we can all exert influence in some spheres. The important thing is to use that influence. We can all have the best intentions in the world, but intentions don't push forth the gospel. Desires don't bring about the kingdom of God. Thoughts don't show love to people. Actions do. We must put our convictions into practice. Once again, just to summarize, Pilate had the right desire, but he didn't translate that to action. Let's not be like Pilate in our lives. Where we are given power, let's exercise it to bring goodness, justice, and mercy. Let's bring God's kingdom here through all we are able to do.
join me in prayer. God, thank you for your love and mercy. We ask that you would not allow us to live passively, only desiring to follow you, that we would move to action. We pray you would give us opportunities to exert the influence that we have, given by you, to bring renown to your name. Please take our godly hopes and dreams and empower us to live them out in our day to day. Allow us to live our faith. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.